good morning everybody hope everybody's keeping okay feels like lockdown's dragging on a little bit now do you remember at the beginning when like it had started and we was all like waiting eagerly for the next update i don't even remember when they were last update and i don't know when next update is and we all just kind of accept it now we're just sitting in our own homes quietly thinking this is our life anyway so episode four if you've come along and you've listened to all four thank you highly 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 thankful for that if you want you don't have to listen to them in sequence it's they, they don't follow a sequence it literally is just pockets of my thoughts um but one of my podcasts i keep saying vlogs and it's not a vlog one of my podcasts has been listened to over 20 times now and I keep thinking, oh my God, 20 odd people have, have listened to it and they've like give up their time. I mean, they've listened to a load of crap, but that's not the point. They've still listened and that's, <laughs> for me, that's a success and I'm taking it. So don't bother arguing with me. That is a win for me. I've taken 20 odd people's time and it's a win. Anyway. I'm, uh, I'm mumbling again, but that's just me, isn't it? So I'm assuming, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, like a lot of other people, um, when you come to do a podcast, it's normally because you listen to podcasts, which I do. I don't really have, like, I don't know about everybody else, because I know some people, like, check up on each and every episode. I'm not one of them. So if somebody will, will mention one, I might go and listen to that. I'll listen to people who I admire, who, I don't know, just might spark my kind of thoughts or my intrigue. Uh, but Louis Theroux's a big, 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 um, I just clicked my fingers there. I'll try to. Um, I'm a big fan of his. So I've been listening to his grounding, it's brilliant. And I'm going to go off like the last few days of my thoughts after listening to one of theirs. Um, it was the Frankie Boyle one. And as we know, Frankie Boyle kind of hits, is it hits a nerve or takes things close to the bone? Um, and it was really interesting with the, what he was saying about kind of the way that media I'm just going to have a quick swig of tea just give us a sec I'm not professional at all am I I don't think this is normal in a podcast but that's what I'm doing so it's my podcast I'm in charge if I want a cup of tea I'll have one plus I've got a really dry mouth so that's that's the reason it's it's medicinal anyway so I've, I've seen Frankie Boyle a few times and he, he's you know he's one of them comedians that kind of makes you cringe um but his podcast on grounded is really interesting because the reflection of kind of is it the the woke society that we're talking about and how everybody kind of freaks out about political correctness and everybody's too woke and he was so right so what he was oh in my opinion he was right maybe in yours he wasn't and I've just done what I guess I'm trying to talk about. So, my point is, it was saying that this kind of a media hype 
from um, those who want to make something of it creating offence when actually the offence isn't there. So if you know me, um, or if you don't know me, I'll tell you anyway, I'm left wing, uh, I'm proud to be left. Uh, I wouldn't say I was woke, I have quite a, a good sense of humour. Um, there are some things that I laugh at that I know I shouldn't. We laugh at ourselves as a family uh, and we tick all the boxes. This particular, particular, I've said that the wrong way again. There's, there's probably not a joke that doesn't kind of, well, there will be a joke because we're white British, so obviously some of the jokes won't be targeted to us, but a lot of the jokes or a lot of the kind of, oh my God, that's too far. <clears throat> we would tick the box of they should be offended. Um, but I'm not kind of, I don't jump on the bandwagon of being told what I should be offended by because we always think as a family, um, don't get me wrong, there is absolutely certain things that I I think is very important that, you know, there's a line that should be drawn. Um, and I'm not going to go into them because like, it, it's, it's not for me to visit them um, as a white British woman. Um, I can't tell people what they should and shouldn't find acceptable because that's not my position. I'm going from what the boxes I tick um, and what I'm okay with and that's all I can offer. Um, but but what Frankie was saying is about particularly around a lot of the, the programmes that have now been taken off air and a lot of the outside entities are saying that's because of the walk. He was referencing about the fact of Actually, is it, or is it about somebody standing up and saying, um, if you sat in, in makeup for hours and hours and hours, trying to be, you know, made into a different race, why wouldn't that raise a question? That, you know, th that's where it, it kind of becomes a bit of, it, that's not okay. Um, and now I'm going to do one of them spiderweb things that I do. There's um, quite a big, debate on social media at the moment with Sia who's made a film called Music and she has chosen to cast a neurotypical person to play a neurodiverse person and maybe I'm wrong maybe this is totally off a tangent but that's kind of how it feels it feels like if you really want to portray something or a, a certain group there is enough of that group that can that can support you to portray that now Frankie wasn't only on about comedy by the way or was it it might have been actually because it was one of them where I was like thinking about my podcast and then fleetingly my memory was going away so I might have come back I mean obviously he's a comedian but it was he's, he's got some quite strong political views so there was areas of of conversation that wasn't only in that I think it was around everybody being kind of highlighted in the wrong way because of the way that media controls us that's I hope I'm making sense anyway so I was thinking about it and I was thinking um one of the references that he made was, if you're a sensitive person, you might find something funny, then feel guilty about it. And I think that's me. 
So whenever I listen to kind of comedy I like, I kind of laugh and then think, oh, I don't know if I should have laughed at that. Um, but I guess it is what it is. And then I thought, if if I need to laugh at some need, if, if I find something funny, need was the wrong word, which is why I repeated it. Um, I guess being aware is the key, isn't it? Um, and that's the thing. So, and I also think comedy's different at different times. So there are some jokes that Frankie Boyle made, um, or has made in his career that I wouldn't laugh at. Um, so I'm not gonna say that I would, but I'm guessing that's the same with all comedians. But I'm not kind of talking about his particular comedy now, I'm talking about his reflection and then the way that it made me reflect. Because that's the way life goes, isn't it? And I was thinking, we laugh at things in different times of our lives, in different areas of our experiences. So when I'm feeling a bit more vulnerable, then yeah, I might take offence. Or the other thing I always think is, if you don't know the person, and you don't know kind of the intent, I think intent's really important. Um, and I think texts and social media kind of typing is really hard to understand intent because how can you get that across in a typed message? But so in our bubble, that's the new word, isn't it, of uh, the, the centre um, at home, there's, there's so many things that would be deemed, you know, inappropriate that we talk about each other as. Um, one of the things is, um, as you know, I stutter and it's totally acceptable, but my family totally use humour as a deflection. And it works, it's fine. It might not be okay for everybody else, but it's fine for me. So. My husband, if I'm talking, will often just say, I can't listen to you anymore, I'm bored. <laughs> and that's fine, because usually it makes me laugh and then the stuff just stops. Um, and that's not the only thing, uh, which, you know, we are really not a very mature family when it comes to things. But we are, we are quite vulnerable, I guess, and... I've had a really difficult situation recently where my vulnerabilities have been massively highlighted. Somebody else's actions has, has kind of made me feel really unsteady. Um, I say actions. I think it's somebody else's perception or I don't know what it is um, because it's ended up kind of being diluted so much but it makes yourself reflect so much that you kind of lose your humour with it all and then nothing becomes, well not nothing, but a lot of what you usually would find funny. You, you don't for a while. Um, and I think that's really kind of pertinent without, with, without, throughout all our lives. It's a, you know, when does humour work? When doesn't it work? When is it okay to laugh? When's it not okay to laugh? One of the things that, you know, we always talk about in our family is when we was in the hearse for my dad's funeral 
and on the way back the way that we've always dealt with death is is sharing memories and 99% of our memories is is through humor um and on the on the way back from the the graveyard we was laughing in the back of the hearse and i remember saying or not me sorry one of my older relatives said, if somebody saw us now as a snapshot, they would be mortified that we're laughing. But laughter's kind of what mends your heart, isn't it? It, it really does remind you what your purpose for living is. Um, so if you do find something funny, or you want to find something funny, then do. As long as it's not, I say, at somebody else's expense. And that's why I've said that, because when we find something funny, I do it, you know, with the purest heart in the hope that someone or most people will know I'm laughing at myself or we're laughing at ourselves. I'm not laughing at anybody else. If if we're talking about um, certain situations, it's always inwardly reflected. It's never outwardly. And my teacher at secondary school once says to me, I think I'd done something a bit stupid and that's mortifying when you're at school. And I always had a really hard time at school, it was never easy for me. And need my husband here now. My teacher said to me, you need to remember Danielle, we're laughing with you, not at you. And that always comes back to me. So if, you know, find humour in everything you do. Make sure that you find a giggle or a laugh. But from inward, it's fine to use humour to reflect. It's it's not okay to kind of use targeted humour. Um, or I don't think it is anyway. If somebody else is going to be upset about it, direct your directed kind of joke, I don't think that's acceptable. But that wasn't the point. My point was, when we are feeling different times, different situations, different entities of our lives, why does humour become such a different... I've used different a lot, haven't I? Why does it portray differently? Um, so I guess that's the thought of the week. And as you're going through your week, think about if you found something funny today, would you find it funny tomorrow? That's the interesting bit. Anyway, again, thanks for listening. Take care and have a fantastic week. Think about something that you found funny and talk about it. See you next time. Episode 5 next time. Bye. Stay safe.